Hey, Chris. What's up? I got a really important question that we debated at students last night for far too long. You ready? Oh, I'm so ready. Do you think there are more window or doors or wheels in the world? Wheels. Easy. Why is that? I mean, mean, that was like a quick response. Oh, there's four wheels on every vehicle. Yeah, but some cars have four doors. Your truck has four doors. I I guess you have a spare wheel. I don't know. <laughs> I changed my answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's inten- I mean, because you look around your house and you think, I mean, there are, there are doors everywhere. There's two doors into this room right now, you know. But then you have like bathroom doors that are like the the new farm style that have wheels at the top for the door to go on. Oh my! So it starts it starts getting really nitty gritty. Yeah. And then like, I mean, if you start thinking like Hot Wheel cars, or you start thinking like Legos, like there's a lot of wheels on those things, probably more than doors. So if that counts, then I mean, we're getting to high numbers here. Man. It's, it, I mean, it changes the way you look at the world. You, I got it. I got it. I got a question for you. <coughs> Prep professor used to say something like, "There's no such thing as a stupid question." Yeah, definitely. That was a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is this is one of those this is one of those TikTok debates right now. So oh. this is very Ask popular. Me how involved I am. This on is TikTok. very popular in the world yeah. these days. So. Ask me how many TikTok videos I've watched in my life. Hey, Chris. Yeah. How many TikTok videos have you watched in your life? That's a big zero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be all, all, all things, all people here, I hear Chris. You. Yeah, yeah. You're in the students. Just, just trying to stay hip with, I'm just trying to stay hip with the times. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> and, and window or door wheel debates. These are, these are the things people are asking. I'm sure. These are the important questions of the next yeah, generation, the deep, Chris. The deep questions in life. <laughs> wow. Well, here we go. I'm also team, team wheels, by the way. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Weekly Hope, our weekly podcast where we just talk about this past week's sermon and give some updates in the life of our church, Hope Church, Johns Creek. And uh, we're so glad you're tuning in and listening along. Maybe it's your first time. You heard us mention that we have a podcast at our family meeting uh, yesterday, so uh, hopefully we get some people who are jumping in for the first time and you can hear about Tyler and I's life and you can hear about the ministry of Hope Church and uh, maybe get some insights from the sermon. So, yeah, we're walking through the book of Genesis right now. Uh, Yesterday we were in Genesis chapter 13, and we've seen the life of Abram, who would later become Abraham. And uh, yesterday was pretty interesting because you see this moment where he has now been kicked out of Egypt. He's got a lot of riches, he's got a lot of things, uh, but he's kind of left wandering where to go and... Uh, he he's, goes right back to the last place that he had encountered the Lord and uh, goes back to this altar. So uh, we talked a little bit about what to do when your faith has faltered yesterday. And Tyler, I'll just kick it over to you and see, man, did you have anything that stood out to you from the sermon or just any key point or anything that you and Natalie were able to discuss afterwards yesterday? Yeah, definitely. Um well, first, I, you started with an intro of, of talking about just spiritually significant places in your life, and so it got me thinking about that and just thinking through some of those places, whether it was like my, my college room in, in college was like one of those places where I saw a lot of growth and different things like that, but one of those significant places is like your truck, actually. Yeah, because, yeah seriously. Oh, <laughs> I just, I just, Man, just so excited yeah. about... <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. but yeah, it, it was your truck because we were heading back from Camp Highlands one night where you you spoke there, and that was one of those like very just big moments of thinking through a life of ministry and kind of a calling to that. So I think about that often when we get in your truck is it yeah. being a significantly oh the Ford F one the Ford F one fifty that's it. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so even with that, though, just talking through this story, I thought probably the thing that stuck out the most came within your second point, talking about fixing your eyes on the Lord. Hmm. And there's like a, kind of three parameters you give that of what Abram does um, here. And so we see him talk about how Abram pursues peace with others, hmm. that Abram gives up his rights, and that he trusts in the Lord. And I think like, man, those are such good parameters just in and of our lives to see if we have our eyes fixed on the Lord is like, am I trusting him in the day to day? Am I giving up my rights or my selfishness or my desires in order to follow him truthfully and faithfully? And am I pursuing peace with others when that otherwise could be difficult? Mm. And so, yeah, just really thinking through how just what just, it's a great way to look at um, just how we're following the Lord. Yeah. And I think what's interesting here is you see this, it's kind of this weird, part that's in the middle of Genesis chapter 13 where you know Lot and Abram at least their herdsmen we see like they get in a fight and they're kind of like there's quarreling and Abram comes to him and he's like all right listen man like we can we can split up like you you go over where you, wherever you want I'll take the other I'll go the other direction and you see like these themes throughout this story where Lot really kind of fixes his eyes on the world and on the land, and uh, what he can see, and we see that Abram has really returned to this life of faith, and this life of trusting the Lord. Now, would he be perfect at that? No. Nope. Like, we'll read more Genesis. You see that he makes plenty of mistakes, yeah. as we all do, which is kind of this journey that we are on of, like, it's like we never arrive, and there's never, like, this, great, I've just reached this pinnacle, and I've reached this point, and now, like, I, I face no temptation and I face no fear and I wholly trust the Lord every day and every moment of my life. Mm-hmm. But like there is this, you just read Revelation 2 that we talked about where it's like there's this drifting that can happen or there's this loss of our first love sure. or like we, we just forget, like we are just forgetful people <laughs> that like forget the beauty and forget the grace and forget the like, uh, the, like the, the moment when God saved us and how that changed our life. And like, we just get kind of locked into the mundane of life and, and you look up and you're like, man, what, where am I spiritually? Like what's, sure. what's going on? And so uh, I love Genesis 13 cause it really just shows us this picture of like this man who really was a model of faith for us. Who's not perfect, but he, he models like returning to faith yeah. and like returning to a life of trust in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, and it ends with him, you know, really going to Hebron and building this new altar and kind of setting up a new marker where he worships God and he calls upon the name of the Lord and it would be this great place. And and through that, like God makes this awesome promise to him, which was the promise that he had he had made in the very beginning when he's mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna call you out of your land, out of your father's household, out of your people, all that. He's like, I'm gonna and then you're gonna go to a land that I'm gonna show you. And Genesis thirteen is so cool because like this is where God shows him the land. Hmm. He's like, look up. Look to the east and the yeah. west and the north and the south. Like, everywhere you can walk, like, this land is going to be not only yours, but it's going to be, like, for your generations that, hmm. that come after you. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
a promise that still is held true to For this sure. day, you know. And so, we one of the things we just we just come back to over and over and over again in Genesis is that God always keeps His promises, mm. and even when Abram walked away, and like even when Abram failed, and he like does this really sketchy thing mm. of like calling his wife his sister, and like yeah, like all this craziness. Sure. And even when he goes to a foreign land that like God hadn't told him to go to, like God remains faithful. And God always keeps his promises. And I think that's just one key thing for our people is like, man, I don't know where you are. I don't know what's happened last week, last month, last year. But like God is faithful and he's arms wide open, welcoming us, even as as followers of Christ or as those who have never surrendered their lives to Christ. He's welcoming welcoming us with open arms. Yeah. And I mean, I think even seeing that like um, compared to kind of some of the decisions a lot we're making here too, even just highlight all the more just, uh, yeah, just Abram's life and the decisions he makes and how um, God is able to be glorified through that. Because for Lot, not that he necessarily chose like a bad thing or a wrong decision, but chose to go to a place that was a little more of a, a compromising position versus what Abram did in his life. And yeah, I just think being able to see those two paralleled together just kind of highlights uh, just God's goodness and in, in what he has called us to do even more. And that would be my challenge just for our people. You know, as you listen to that sermon or as you just reflect and remember, uh, what did God save you from? Like, what has he done for you? And I think when you really think about some of those spiritual markers or some of those places where God has shown up, and I've spent a lot of this past week reflecting on that, um, and it just draws me so much closer to him and in gratitude for how he has saved me. And so... Maybe that, that calls you back into, you know, stepping out in faith to do what he's called you to do or, um, or, or just resting in his promises and his goodness. So uh, I, I really gleaned a lot from Genesis 13. I loved this chapter and uh, looking forward to continue to walk through this book and learn more about Abram and his family. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, on top of that, we, we had our family meeting this past Sunday, yeah. so Man, it was just such a, a fun, exciting, and sweet time to get to just really look back and reflect on all the things the Lord has done and get to see just some of the ways the Lord is already pointing us to a future. Yeah. And so I don't know if you want to speak on that at all or just kind of share a couple highlights from it or your thoughts on it. Yeah, we just, man, we were able to celebrate, which was so cool. We had 20 different things that we just were showing it's pictures crazy. of. It's crazy. Like, in less than a year that we were able to celebrate and look back on uh, what the Lord has done in seeing people get baptized, people surrender their life to Jesus, serving local schools, uh, hosting mission teams, sending mission teams, seeing our worship team expand, our kids' classrooms multiply, seeing just our church grow in general. So um, that's part of what I was even saying, just reflecting. Sometimes you get caught up in the day-to-day, and Definitely. you just you just forget how good God has been to us. Um so uh, it's really, really cool just to be able to do that. And then uh, we, we kind of uh, talked about a couple of big things yesterday at a family meeting. One was um, talking about our elders and introducing mm. elders, the elders of Hope Church. Um, so we introduced Carlos Ferrar, who is uh, an elder of ours. He's been with our team since the very beginning and even before the beginning. And uh, just a great, great godly man. Um, who who serves alongside us so well. And then uh, Jordan Sandy, who's our worship leader right now and is just a dear friend and has been with us again since the beginning. So 
those two and myself will be kind of our initial elder team. And then we're going to be looking forward um, into the future to see who will be on that team and how it will expand. And so I'm just grateful that we have some great godly men that are stepping up to help lead our church and help us shepherd uh, our people. So um, really, really excited just for the days ahead and can't wait to see what God does. So yeah, a couple of quick announcements. Uh, this coming Friday, we've got a ladies event. Uh, it's going to be a ladies game night. And um, I think we've got a good number of ladies that are going to be coming to that. And then Friday or Saturday morning, 9.30 a.m., we're going to have a men's breakfast over at Smokejack. So just a great way to connect with some other guys. And So ready. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have some good food and uh, some good fellowship, too. So uh, you can sign up for both of those on our website, hopechurchjc.com slash events. And we'd love to connect with you and, uh, and help you get connected to our church. So hope you all have a great day. This has been uh, Weekly Hope. And if you want to know more about Hope Church, you can go to our website, hopechurchjc.com, or you can check us out at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings here in North Atlanta, the Alpharetta area of Georgia. So have a great week, and we'll see you on Sunday. See you.